Hello. How's it going? Good. Hold on. You just were in my headphones and now you're. Um, Can you hear me now? No, yeah, you're good. I don't know why my headphones just disconnected once. Okay. Yeah, no problem. No rush. I, do I sound fine without them? I thought they might. You sound good. You sound good. The headphones. <laughs> All right. Hi. Hi. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm Stefan. Hi, so I'm Stephanie. <laughs> yes. Yes, Stephanie with an IE at the end, eh? Yeah. You're just an example of the Stefan, so we just I, I reserve being the original. Yeah. yeah I'm an example yeah. of, yeah. <laughs> and then you're you're the son of Robert, I'm the son of Jack. Yeah, I yeah. noticed that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, our names are like uncanny. So, yeah, it's uh, nice to talk to you. Um just so you know, uh like we're we've starting right now, like it's recording, it's taking everything in, but uh like if you at any point, if like you can text me a few days from now, if you want at any point, if any of the stuff you don't like it, feel free to take it, like just text me and I'll take it off. Or if you don't like the whole thing, we'll just cancel the whole thing. It's no problem. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Well, uh, hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Canadian talk. Today's going to be a good one. We have essentially our first female on the podcast. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much. So we are no longer a misogynistic podcast. Gavin McGinnis. I'm no longer the young Gavin McGinnis. Uh, so basically, we have a girl here today who um, basically, I like to start the show by just like, just let me go for a little bit. Uh, I'll just I want to say a few things about you why you're here, that kind of thing. So basically, uh, as far as I know, Stephanie is a comedian uh, from Chicago. Uh, you went on to a show that I typically get a lot of people off of for my show. Uh, usually I pick my favorites. Um, you did the show. It was uh, it was Kill Tony. And uh, the, what I liked about you most was you didn't necessarily do good. Uh, like your 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 minute wasn't great. Um, but what I liked most was. I was watching and, and you were you were rolling with all the punches. You, you know, you looked like you fit in and uh, you just seemed like a, a genuine and a nice person when you were up there. So I was like, OK, let's see what this girl's all about. But uh, yeah, thank you very much for coming on the show. And uh, I'm happy to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, you betcha. So and as far as I know, you you where you started, right? Like you started in like improv or. Are you more into acting or or comedy? Um, that's a good question. Um, I started acting like when I was really young, like in musicals and like community theater and stuff. I knew it because I really liked comedy. Um, my favorite. I can here. Wait, I can show you. This is literally a curated piece of Jim Carrey's unnatural act. His like one and only stand up. Um, special i guess you could call it yeah um, i was a huge fan of jim carrey growing up and so i just wanted to be like a comedic actress yes. and then by the end of high school that made me cringe like acting i was like Ugh, like i didn't like doing it anymore um yeah i was then... just sitting with somebody the other night and i was like and they, they said the same thing as me they were like she looks like an actress like she looks like she should be in a movie you know well i mean i'll take that i yeah. don't mind well there you go yeah, yeah. um and I, and I still really like acting because I do, like, sketches now. Um, but they're, like, a, another comic will write them and then I'll just, I'll, I'll do them. Um, there's, a, there's a few of them out there that got, a, like, okay. a... Okay. I didn't, I didn't come across them at all in my research. I, uh, I saw you, just to plug you a little bit more here. By the way, I didn't find any upcoming sets you have. So all that I know right now is you're going back to Kill Tony in six months, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, so if you want to plug any of your sets, feel free to do that right now. Uh, um... I, I'm not necessarily plugging sets right now because I'm truly, because of Kill Tony, I'm starting from ground zero. <laughs> so, yeah, well, which is fine. Uh, you're a really good joke writer. Like, that was one thing I wanted to say really quick. Uh, so, like, right now, you're a part of, of that Sticks and Stones podcast. Is that the podcast related to that Chicago roast show that you do? Um, yeah. Uh, well, I don't, I mean, I don't want to claim that I do it or that it's mine or anything. I am, I help produce it at, um, the venue that I help produce shows at, at the Vixen. Um, I'm not necessarily like associated with them. I'm kind of like the middleman and I bring them over to my venue. Um, but 
none of that really relates to like anything that I do like with my standup, I guess, if I'm answering your question right. Um, I wait, ask me again. I don't I'm like, oh, lost on the. okay. So my question was, uh, I don't even know if it was a question actually. Yeah. I was just saying that you, you do a roast show, uh, at the Chicago Roast Battle, right? And then I saw you on a podcast. It was the only one I could find, and it was called Sticks and Stones. But it looked like they were a part of the same thing. The Sticks and Stones podcast was a part of the the, the roast thing, or no? I'm just trying to figure out what, because I've never been on the Sticks and Stones pod. You're right. You are oh, right. About what was that? Sorry. Oh, sorry. It's called Fuck You, Dad. But it, it was on the oh, Sticks that's... and Stones YouTube. That's my bad. Sorry about no. that. Sorry about that. Our you know we're I got you we're on the same page now okay. so yes stones now has like their own content uh, like platform where they're doing the sticks and stones Chicago roast battle because they are now affiliated with the roast battle and they are Chicago's like very own roast battle um and then they also now do they've taken over other people's platforms um and like you know they're mm -hmm. I don't know being a conglomerate yeah. or something well or... maybe they're growing yeah who knows uh, yeah, no. A couple of quick comments I thought of while you were talking there uh, was I I watched your roast battle. Well, first off, if somebody wants to find you online, they can find you at at Stephanie and three underscores Robertson, right? On Instagram. Yep. Yep. And then do you have like a website or anything else other than that where people can find you? No, I don't have a website. Um, it's mainly just Instagram right now. Okay. Um, Cool. Yeah, so just go to Instagram. Cool. That's all. I uh, right yeah, now. I watched your roast with Olivia Carter, and I can't believe that they gave that one to her. I was like, "You won that." Um, I won. I won the whole thing. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. I thought. I thought the the particular one that I saw on YouTube, they gave the they gave it to her. Or wait, no, I'm thinking of Cass, the guy that you wrote that you battled. Oh, yeah, that he was a winner in that one for that sure. one. Oh my god, I'm sorry, I can't remember a thing today. Literally. Uh, no, I just watched. I just watched Team Canada lose at the World Juniors right now. Are you aware of the World Juniors? And honestly, no. <laughs> honestly, I feel like I have your you to blame a little bit if you can believe it, because our fucking best player Bedard <laughs> is on the Chicago Blackhawks and he should be at this tournament right now. So, like, literally, Chicago is the reason that our World Junior team is just got destroyed by Sweden. You want to know my other theory is uh, Sweden weed is still illegal. I am worried that our fucking youngins are getting infected by this weed. Like I was watching the game out there. They were slow. They were, I, sorry, I won't talk about sports too much. Uh, they were slow. They were, their cardio seemed bad. They were second guessing themselves. I was like, this looks like textbook weed. You know, like yeah. I watched it happen to me when I, I was in my twenties and I gave up on hockey and I watched myself slow down. Uh, but yeah, I saw it out there and I was like, oh, geez. I well, feel that. Do you, uh, do you like I sports at all? Um... I, I, I'll watch sports. I'm not really like into them. I don't follow them necessarily. Um, but I like to play recreationally. Like mm. <laughs> I like to, you know, throw a ball around every now and then. <laughs> Sounds like you're a real athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, well, but, um, sorry, please continue. No, I was going to say, speaking of weed, um, and it messing everything up, that was a part of the whole kill tony thing which i hate to even admit oh you were you um, did seem a little high up there not gonna lie yeah because okay so i don't know if you want to you want me to talk about it a little bit absolutely like, yeah please a little backstory um so i went to texas with olivia carter she's a great comic she used to live in chicago that's where we met and she's moved to new york now because she's she basically conquered all of chicago and um in terms of like the comedy scene and so now she's in and she asked me she's like let's go to texas and i was like okay let's go to texas and so we're we get there and um we she we she like didn't really know too much about kill tony so she was like should we sign up and i go i don't know i don't know it's kind of a brutal show like i i've watched it i've i've looked I, you know I, I check in every now and then um so i knew about it she didn't really know about it um so she gets called first, which is insane. We were at Creek and Cave. And so someone like messages her. And so we run like the three blocks over and she like, you know, gets ready to get go up on stage. And so at that point, I was like, oh, like, this is it. Like she got called. Like yeah. there is no chance that both of us will be called because like 
everyone everyone around me I'm waiting for I'm like holding her coats and her purse while she's like on stage and you can't see anything you don't know anything that's going on on stage you have no access to it so I'm just standing around holding her coat and her purse just being like well this is it like she got the she got the opportunity like this is great and then she gets off stage and she's like I just had a great set like that was so fun she also like had no idea how many people were gonna be in the room because she just didn't understand the capacity of what Kill Tony is yeah and so Dude, that's so awesome you had a great set like you don't understand how huge this is for you like everyone's gonna see it and i was like super hyped for her while while i was waiting um this guy that we had met like invited me over to like come smoke with them so i was like yeah sure i can smoke like i'm not doing anything tonight like the night's over like we're good and even there's like this other um open mic in the same room that lets you practice a minute and then i mm. asked him i was like up and like like just go try a minute or whatever and then he was like yeah i could probably get you up and i was like no nah, i smoked i shouldn't like i wouldn't even i wasn't even willing to go up at this open mic because i had smoked yeah and, yeah and olivia like comes out and like we go and like take a walk to the car and put things away we like come back we're like talking about it i'm like telling her like how like awesome like you know i was so happy for her like truly i was like this is gonna be so huge for you dude yeah. and she was like really? i believe yeah, that about 50 percent I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, a million people are going to see you like, and it's, and if you had a great set, like you're telling me you did, like, it's going to be great, you know? And then like two hours later, so this was like, she was first called. I was last called if you don't count yes. the last. Guy. And so it was two hours later. So like within that amount of time, I go, the show's over. It's done. Like my mind is turned off now. Um, we are walking out of the building. Cause I'm like, we haven't heard anyone's name called in a while we were also in like a separate part of the room where you couldn't really like really hear anything that was going on so i was like yeah let's like leave like the night's done and as i was walking out my name gets called and i was like no <laughs> i was like no yeah yeah wow like, that's I'm quite not the story i'm not ready yeah that was quite the story like that's crazy that that happened you know yeah. and uh one thing i was gonna say is that like and i don't know this probably comes from you practicing on with that roast battle stuff and uh, like it was funny because at first, because they're not used to it, it didn't seem like it was working out for you. The sort of the dialogue you were having with the audience, but then it started to catch on. And this is what I wanted to add also, because I said you didn't do good. But the reality is, is that like the interview portion, you did do good by the end. Like Tony, Tony loved you. He was like, I will let you go forever. And I, know. You know, I mean, Red Band was stabbing himself while you were up there. But <laughs> sure was. how did that make you feel to look over and, and see that? Um, I was miserable. I, like that was one thing I read, I, by the way, I've read all the comments. I've read all the Reddit. I, I truly like sat in it for a whole, like almost two weeks of just mm -hmm. being like, what just happened? Because I even got like messages after the show from some of the people who like were there live. They were like, you were so likable. And I'm like, how, how, how are you, how can you bomb and be likable at the same time? I'm exactly. like, I don't understand. And that's why what? I was impressed. I just, I like, and it, it, it doesn't make sense to me. You know, it's like, it's an oxymoron. Like it, that's not possible, but people were telling me that. And like, I was so confused. So I was like, I was reading all the comments. I wanted to know, I really wanted to know how people perceived me and like what actually happened up there. Cause I was miserable after it happened. And so on stage, right? Like I'm, I knowing I'm bombing. I know that it's everything that could have gone wrong is going wrong. And, um, I just become like completely like humiliated. And so I just kind of like just shut down and I go, I go, I know the show. I know what's about to happen. And it, it happened. Tim fucking took shots at me. Tony took shots at me. Red Band yeah. was taking himself. He wanted to fucking kill himself up there listening yeah. to me. Yeah. And so I just kind of like, I just like bunkered down and was like, here we go. Like here it's happening. Yeah. It was courageous. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> people, in the comments people were like she was so smug up there like there were like so many comments saying i was like cocky and smug and i was like dude if i was cocky and smug i would have been sh shooting shots back at them like i what i was exactly. doing was just and like yeah, i don't know how and, they can call you cocky and smug when rick diaz has been up there <laughs> but that's what i'm saying i was like that is not me being cocky and smug that is me being absolutely humiliated and just fucking right. taking on the yeah. chin yeah and so and like in my head, I'm so self-aware, which was like also an issue of like, I knew how important the show was. I knew how many people were about to see this epic atomic bomb. And so it just like ruined me on stage. So I was just yep. like, yep, yep. 
<laughs> yeah, thanks, Tim Dillon. I know it sucks. Like everything sucks that just happened. And I and I couldn't believe I told Tony on stage. I was like, you could have kicked me off like minutes ago. Like, why yeah. am I still here? Like, it's yeah. my show. Yeah. You <laughs> And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, like not going to lie. Um, and this must happen a lot. Yeah, honestly, it looked like Tony had, I believe Tony probably has a crush on you. That's what it seemed like, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, up there. Cause he was like, I'm giving you a chance. I'm giving you a chance. Here's your chance. And, uh, yeah. It, and it I know. Good. Yeah. Lucky, <laughs> lucky, lucky me. No, I know a lot of people were like, he probably just wants you back so he can fuck you. And I'm like, he didn't try after the, I'm like, I'm, I was there, you know, mm. like, and I was hanging out in Mitzi's bar too. Yeah. He was right like literally right next to me didn't say anything to me so i i don't know really why he wants me back to humiliate myself again but i'm not gonna let that happen like that's One just second. not it's not that i like now that i got it out of the way and like the experience i can really like think about what like how i want to come off time and i've been running um, new material uh i don't i have not told jokes since the show, um, because that's ridiculous. Why would I do that? Um, so I'm just like rewriting my whole set, which is good because I needed good. that. I needed the good. little the push that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, did you see uh, me run away there for a second? Oh, yeah. Can Can you hear me? Sorry, we just had a an internet issue for a second. Just one second. Okay, we're back to it. Okay, so yeah, as we were saying, you went on Kill Tony, crazy experience. Tony's not interested. Uh, so oh yeah, but you're you're a single person, right? <laughs> yeah, you you must get hit on by a lot of people when you're like at those types of venues, right? Because comedians aren't necessarily known as the most beautiful of people usually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. 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 Have you? Uh, <laughs> do you? Okay. Well, do you know who Sam Talent is? Yes. Did you see his special, Toad, uh, Toad's I, Morale? I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Well, just let's stop the podcast. You go watch it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, who are, um, so I want to just kind of talk to you a little bit about sort of your road to where you are here now and what sort of inspired you. So in terms of like some of your inspirations, who would you think of? Um, well, like I mentioned earlier, Jim Carrey was a huge inspiration um, growing up, just getting myself into like comedy in general. It was yeah. him. Mm -hmm. Him and Lewis were like huge for me. I'm like really big on physical comedy, not doing it myself, but just watching it. I love it. Um, Did and you say Jerry Lewis? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then in terms of like stand up, I mean, I grew up, I grew up watching a lot of stand up. Um, I was like huge on Stephen Wright. Um, and then of course, like Louis C.K. came into the picture, and I still think he's the goat. I think he he's is the, best. the goat. Yeah. And no I matter what. Him. Have you seen his movie, uh, his movie with uh, Joe List there, the 4th of July? No, I actually haven't. Okay. I, Have you seen his new, uh, his Madison Square Garden, his new set or, oh, yeah. that was, that was something. That was so yeah. good. Oh, good. Uh, I saw uh, live twice in the past mm -hmm. two years. Um, so I got to see him like work out some of that material. It was super wow. Cool. That's pretty cool. Best yeah. I've been, like, I haven't really gone out of Canada too much. I, I've been to the comedy store in in Los Angeles and I got to see Theo Vaughn and uh, you know, a few guys kind of like him. Uh, actually, I guess I got to see Joey Diaz, which was pretty sweet. So That's, yeah, I love, yeah. I love him. He's so, he's so great. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, just, just, I just grew up watching comedy okay. central the like comics. I don't remember the names of who aren't necessarily huge, but they got comedy central like half hours. Um, I, I was a, the biggest comedy central person like i okay. watched everything on there and like it um, seems like did you ever or were you ever in like acting classes like i i get the vibe that you are like you were in you probably signed up for some sort of an improv group or any something like that i did you do anything like that yeah i well i wasn't i was in speech and debate for one year in college oh, debate. And, yeah and i i wasn't a big fan of speech because um there were a lot of formalities that you had to meet 
you had to like hold a binder and like you couldn't make eye contact with your scene partner. It was weird stuff. I didn't, I wasn't into it. Um, and then I uh, went to DePaul for my last two years of college and auditioned for improv and got on the team, the DePaul improv and sketch comedy team. Um, and then I didn't love working with an ensemble. So I was like, I really want to do comedy. So like, I, like, I have to just try the up thing. Like I want to get it off my chest. And so yeah. then I finally, 2020 I, I my first open mic was in 2020 when there was like this random little window where like bars opened up again for like a week and I did a set a five minute set and it went well enough for me to be like okay let's do this again let's try this nice. again nice and then, so I officially started it in February of 2021 oh yeah so okay so I wanted to ask you like because you were saying all that religious stuff like like are, you kind of look like you might be a traveling missionary to kind of like lure people into a church or something like that like do you are you actually affiliated with any religion or was that all just kind of part of the shtick no i i mean i grew up catholic i was raised okay. catholic um which is just catholic education every wednesday i was there i got confirmed and everything um and I am not Catholic anymore, but my mom was absolutely, she had those weird, like hypocritical Catholic values that they all carry with them. Yeah. Um, Can I, let me tell you one that that's going to shock you, but with my parents. Yeah. Uh, I, I was raised sort of religious, right? I was raised by two women. So my oh. parents are lesbians. Right. And religious. And I, I remember being right. like 12 years old being like, do you guys realize that the book that you like, they say they should kill you. Hey, like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was a little bit shocked by that in terms of hypocrisy. Sorry, please continue. No, you're right. I mean, um, well, then that's kind of why we fell out of it. And my like my parents didn't make us like go to church anymore because uh, my brother actually came out as gay. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a real. Um, and uh, yeah, all of my ju my jokes come from. We're like, all about your brother. Yeah. Yeah. And like, well, that's that set that little bit right there was about like him coming out and like you know me experiencing it with him and like because yeah. my mom she did cried for a week she cried for a week straight asked you know she was like where did i go wrong and i was like you didn't go wrong like why are you so why are you being so dramatic about your son like everyone yeah. could tell i'm like how could you not know it's yeah. like it's do you and yeah. your brother have a pretty close relationship yeah i love my brother what's yeah. his name my brother steven <laughs> oh yeah that was the other thing i think you said it in the show yeah i was gonna say he's like got the same name as me yeah um yeah, yeah. Like, so uh, we can skip past this if you want or whatever, but you have like, a, you said you work in an office. Mm. Honestly, that's like my, uh, that was literally what drove me to comedy was working in office. It is so, so much suffering for me. I, I can't even believe the modern day environment for, for a man working in an office is so hard. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I, so I when I started comedy, I worked a nine to five and then I, I actually quit recently. Oh, okay. Um, and now I, I work for the venue that I mentioned, um, with like the whole roast battle producing thing. Yeah. Um, then I just do like little gigs to make extra money. So <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I'm out five now too. Cause I, I was miserable. I hated it. It was not my style. When I quit, I literally told my boss, I was like, I'm just not a corporate girly. I'm sorry. Yeah. And she goes, I know. She's like, I know you're not Stephanie. She would yeah. like, see me slouched over in my chair. One of the manager yeah. asked if I wanted a pillow at one point. I was like, I don't want to be here. Like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing here. I got a degree in communication. I'm just imagining your boss at your job uh, seeing like one of your videos of like your black guy jokes or one of those. Like, and I just feel, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think she should, should work here. I, I'm like, I'll never be hired for a nine to five again, especially yeah. now I have Stephanie bombs kill Tony and all the things yeah. that we're talking I'm like I'm I'm screwed. <laughs> I am so screwed. Yeah. So you so did you go to university for any type of arts or? No, I truly I gave up. Like I was not interested in performance anymore. When I when I after the after I did improv and wasn't a fan of it, I like gave up. I go. I'm just gonna be a PR girly. I'm gonna do public relations and advertising. Like I'm gonna get a good job at some office. And that's what I pursued the last two years of college because I just was like so over performance because it just like wasn't there was I was it was missing something and then and then COVID hit and I graduated into COVID and all of the internships froze I couldn't get any jobs and so I was like do I really even care I'm like I don't actually care if I'm I don't care about these jobs I don't care about this internship I don't care about public relations yeah and so 
I was like, I'm going to try comedy. And now we're. <laughs> yeah. And now here we are. You're here with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, so you live in Chicago. Were you originally from there or? Well, the suburbs. Suburbs of Chicago. Yeah. yeah. And what's it like? What's it like living in Chicago? Is it a lot like Canada? Do you you do you ever go to like the Great Lakes or anything like that? Uh, I mean, Lake Michigan is right like a 20 minute walk for me. Um, yeah. And I go to the, I go to the lake, like in my kill Tony interview, he's like, what do you like to do? And at that point I was like, I don't want to talk anymore. So I was like, I go out. I like the lake. Yeah. I like the cabin. I've it, I've written on my list here. I was like, you like the cabin. That's what I have on my list here. I was going to ask you about your cabin. I do. And I mean, that is true. Like I'll go bike with my brother up. up Okay. God, thank God you at least bike. I hate it when girls are like, I like the outdoors. I like to hike. It's like, no, no, you don't like the outdoors. You just like to walk. Let me see you get hit by two mosquitoes and let's see what happens now. If you like hiking, like I'll, um, I'll swim in the lake. I love jumping in the lake in the summer, even though it takes like all summer for the lake to warm up. Um, uh, and then like, yeah, I mean, up where I'm from, like we have Moraine, Moraine Hills state park, um, which I used to go biking with my dad bikes. there like constantly, um, so I do like the outdoors, but I won't call myself like I'm not like a, you know a granola you girl. Say you're outdoorsy, yeah. You just say you like the outdoors, yeah. Yeah, like gotcha. it. I like. I'm not, if, especially in the summer. I'm like I want to be outside because it's you don't get very many nice days in Chicago. So yeah. <laughs> there's not a lot of days out here. So I yeah. like to take advantage of it. Yeah, I never thought of it like that. I guess that would be the disadvantage of having such a big lake was it would take forever to heat up, right? Yeah. Chicago culture is going to the lake, but not going in it because it's, yeah. it's so hot. You're like, let's go to the beach. And then you're like, it's too cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's let's just walk around with our feet in there. Yeah. 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 That's a majority of the summer out here. But mm-hmm. it's, I love the lake. No matter. Okay. So, well, then what are some of your other hobbies? <laughs> some of my other hobbies? I mean, uh, honestly, it's, it's always been like some type of performance. Um, so... My other hobbies, I, I, uh, I don't know. I don't have any, I guess, because like comedy and like acting and like improv, those were my hobbies. Because I used to pursue public relations and advertising and like school, you know. Mm-hmm. So those were my hobbies. Um, but now I'm trying to do stand up, not necessarily full time, but just a majority of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So I, I guess my hobbies are just like hanging out with people then and like spending time with my family. And okay. so you're very um, social. I guess so. Yeah, I guess right. so. But it's a very casual kind of social. Like my social battery runs out very, very quickly. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm out guys. See ya. Just, just Irish goodbye. I, I do that well, so much. Yeah. I mean, and that's why I like, I love living close to my brother because he, when I want to hang out, but I don't want to socialize, I go over to his place. Cause we mm. can just like zone out on our phones together or like nice. he'll be on the TV and he has a dog too. So I take care of his dog sometimes. And cool. What kind of yeah. a dog do you have? Uh, Shih Tzu. Shih Tzu. Okay. So a cat then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's my little baby. <laughs> I have, I have the coolest animal. I have a, I have a Sphinx cat. It's so it's like a hairless. Have you ever seen one of those? It's like a hairless cat. Yeah. Those things are crazy. Those they are, are really cool. They're the best. And they like, I could go on and on about her, but they like, they like to go under the blanket. Like, you know how cats, if you put a blanket over them, typically they'll just run away. Think she's cold. And she like yeah. hairless. Yeah. yeah, she's cold all the time. So she, all she wants to do is cuddle. That is actually, that's a great animal. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, shit. Let me see what else I got for you here. So if uh, if comedy fails, what's the plan then? I don't know. You, do you have a give up bone in your body? Do you, do you give up much on things? Or do you think that you're in it to win it? Um, I don't know. That's that's my problem uh, is... that's why uh as much as kill tony sucked it was a really good thing for me because when i first started comedy because i've just been such a fan and a consumer of comedy that i was like okay i want to do this just to get it off my chest like i want to do this just to try it out and see how far i can get with it so like when i first started i was just 
I, all I wanted to do was play the Chicago clubs. I was like, that is more than enough for me. I'm more than happy, like just achieving that and feeling good about that. Mm-hmm. But then once you actually get involved in it, you're like, damn, like I want more. You know? I want a tour. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, and now, and now I feel like my new goal has just been like, just kill on kill Tony because I was truly like losing sight of a goal before that happened. I was like, okay, now I'm playing the Chicago clubs. Now what? Cause yeah. I, I did, what I wanted to do. That's not a bad plan. I mean, like you should go down there for a few months. I'm planning to go down there in a few months, but like, uh, you like, cause every episode, if they don't get a girl, they will dig through the bucket and get a girl. So like you have a pretty good chance. You're probably like 50, 50 to get on like pretty much every show, not 50, 50, but like probably at, at least one in 10 at the time. Um, but I mean, I also have the producer's number. He he, they te- he texted me and he said, "Let me know when you're back." So they the, they're going to put me up when I come back. Cool. Um, and you could probably go um, back anytime. I imagine that six months is like a loose number. You could just kind of pop yeah. back there four months, yeah. five months, yeah. Months because I don't, it's not and not just for Kill Tony, but just because I really do want to write a new and better set. Because um, I had I was doing uh, an average of ten minutes, 10, 10 minute long sets. Um, I could pull 15 out of my ass if I needed to. Um, but so I'm like, whatever, I'll just take this opportunity to just get better. <laughs> oh yeah. So, uh, so like what type of things do you like to watch? Like, do you watch stand up comedy all the time? Do you have a favorite TV series or what are you into right now? Um, I have a hard time like getting into things that either aren't like documentaries or comedy. Um, love documentaries. Right? Yeah. I'll watch any documentary. It's so, I just watch the, the, documentary about vape the um the rise and fall of the jewel vape oh yeah um like Do you think vaping watch- is a good like alternative for smoking like my mom smoked her whole life and she's been vaping for the past few years now but i mean like it's it's still bad for you right is what did the documentary say yeah i mean all these kids ended up in the hospital yeah. <laughs> i don't know i don't know yeah i don't and it's just going to be something different. Maybe it won't cause cancer, but it'll cause your lungs to fucking, you know. Bam. Yeah, like, they'll just yeah. vanish. Yeah, I don't know. They'll evaporate. They will become. <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Jewel, I don't know what's better. I'm luckily, luckily, like I'll, I'll smoke every now and then, but I'm not addicted by any means, so I don't have to worry about it. So I'm like, not my problem. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, nicotine is addictive. It's, it's great. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, I smoked so much after Kill Tony. That's all I was in Texas. I like, we like bought a pack of cigarettes. It was so bad. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for what I'm watching, um, I'm not, I'm not currently watching anything. I'll throw something on every now and then. Like I just threw on Mike Birbiglia's new special just to check it out. Cause I've seen him live too. And I love, thank one. God, love, thank God for jokes. That was like one of my favorites of his. Um, so yeah, I just threw that on, but like, I don't know, like some, series that i've um finished uh like arrested development i've i've gone through all of those um, i've tried to get into that one and i always like i can never get past like the the first season oh man i i loved it i thought it was so it's so goofy it's just it's just my my style i like not 30 rock watching huh have you ever seen 30 rock yeah oh yeah yeah do you like that one watched all of it through um mainly because i just didn't have um, any of the streaming services for the, I actually just got a TV in my room. Shout out. So nice. my, 20 inch oh, TV. Yeah. <laughs> my friend uh, hooked me up with all of, uh, the streaming services. So now I'm getting back into watching things, but I just didn't have Netflix. I didn't have HBO for like the longest time. So I just, and now I have Peacock too. So I, I should check out 30 rock, um, or finish 30, 30 rock. Oh yeah. So do you have any ideas? Like if you, if you were to act on a show, uh, or, um, well, you probably start with a show. I don't know how many actresses jump right up to movies, but what do you envision for like a similar movie that you've seen, like, or maybe a favorite movie where you're like, Oh, I could be her or something like that. Can you think of any off the dome or no? Great question. Um, that's a great question. Thank you. Uh, you want to say that a few more yeah. times? I've, this makes me feel good. <laughs> no, that is a good question. Um, Oh, I want to, and I want to answer it. I don't, I guess I'm, I don't know. Uh, well, we can come back to it. Just let that. I was going to pause this because now I really want to answer that yeah. question. But I think I would want to play in a show like Arrested Development, even if it, I, if I'm, if I am the straight 
straight character like yeah you know the straight man in the show um uh oh my god i want to answer this question so how about, fast. This? How about just think about it for a second and I'll, i i got another little premise here and then you can just keep it in your mind show that you think you would be in yeah. um so like do you ever think that because like you said your mom's kind of religious um do you ever think that like because i've always thought that comedy is sort of like the new it's like a new religion sort of and like comedians are sort of like preachers in a way so like yeah in a sense just we changed around a few words but in a sense you sort of are a lure for a church in a sense if, if comedy is if it is a secular church right to follow your thought yeah like they you want people to agree with you and to believe and to see the thing see the way you see things yeah and comedians are up there they're on stage they're preaching they're trying to teach people good things like ultimately that's what they're trying to do you know or or do you think comedy is like religion or no? Uh, sure. I mean, yeah, like, so to speak, sure, I do, because I've followed it my whole life. Like, I, I you think there's some subconscious part of you. Sorry to interrupt. You think there's sub, some subconscious part of you that's like your mom, like leeching towards that sort of a, a practice of, you know, well, helping people really. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's got, it, I mean, comedy helps people get through things all the time, just as religion does, exactly. you know, when exactly. people are sad, they turn to religion. When people are sad, I turn to comedy. Like it's, it's so, yeah, I, I, uh, I think that is true in a, in a way um, mm -hmm. you can't kind of treat it as like, like I, I used to think comedians were like my, they were my superheroes, you know? Yeah, so, so do you, so, so sorry. So, um, do, so you're mostly into stand-up. Do you like, do you watch podcasts or consume podcasts much? Do yeah. you have any favorites? Um, I love Take Your Shoes Off with Rick Glassman. I fucking um, knew it. I knew it. My buddy, he's going to see this and he's going to laugh. I literally said to her, I said, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to tell her, like, I'm going to treat it like, do you know who Lauren Compton, the first date podcast is? You heard of that one or no? I said, I'm going to treat this like it's just relaxed. And because just like what Rick does, and I, I knew you'd get, I knew you'd get the shtick because like, because yeah. like ultimately that the best friend energy, you know, like Matt and Shane's secret podcast, that, that best friend energy, that'll get, that'll get viewers, but yeah. also so will the awkward guy, girl, like yeah. interactions, you know, that, that was what made, uh, what's her face, Bobby, Bobby Althoff or whatever yep. that yeah. made her, that made her. So anyway. Yeah. I just felt like I, uh, bragging with a little bit of comedy knowledge there for a second. Yeah. So Rick Glassman's take your shoes off is great. Love Rick Glassman. I love, I love Bill Burr's podcast. I love uh, anything from your mom's house. Um, and then I was watching bad friends a lot over like quarantine and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll tune in, I'll tune into like joke world and watch a bunch of compilations like uh, from you, we might be drunk or I mean, yeah. I watch, I watch, I, I'll like, Oh, and then, Daniel Tosh's new podcast. Yes. yes, he jumped on the bandwagon too. Yeah. God bless. Cause I've, I'm, you can ask any of my friends. I was like, I will pay to see Daniel Tosh. Like, I, that is, he is probably the only comic right now, other than like Louis C.K. and maybe Bill Burr, that I would pay to see live um, in like uh, any amount of money. Like, I will spend it. I, I love Daniel Tosh growing up. And, um, so the fact that he's out with a podcast, I'm like, this is just, this is making my, you yeah, know, my... that's awesome. Hey, yeah. Sure. So cool. Yeah. Um, so do you have a, va a favorite Jim Carrey movie? <laughs> mm. Uh, he, I mean, sure. But also they're all my favorite. Uh, yeah. I love Dumb I love Dumb and Dumber so much. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just such a good comedy. And, um, I have the whole Daniel. movie memorized, but yet I still watch it every like three oh, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> On. it's you like know what i liked also about it is uh that the sequel was good too like anybody who says dumb and dumber 2 isn't good you're you're wrong you know i i am jim carrey's biggest fan so i will agree with that even though some some of the parts in this the sequel i'm like ugh. when they go to try oh sorry I, yeah i may have you may you can disagree with me it's okay uh when no. they when they go to the embalming lady and they drink and they, they, he gives her the letter and it, they come back to her house and it's like the address is that's, that's the return address. <laughs> and so he yeah. came right back to, uh, oh, to they have some there. uh, but I don't know. I just, I love the original so much. I think if we're talking sequels, Ace Ventura two uh, holds, holds its own. I think that's probably like a good. Can't disagree that. with that for sure. I, um, 
like it's it's just it has more jokes than the first movie so mm-hmm. um even i like the first movie a little more but it's you can't go wrong with it either yeah. of the so so you met olivia carter uh in comedy or at one of these things or were you guys friends prior to that no uh we met uh like just i saw her i remember seeing her at an open mic and being like yeah like i thought she was so funny i was so excited that she was in the scene with me like um so we just kind of like uh we were like attracted to each other we like you know we just thought we I thought she was so cool and so funny and I wanted to be her friend. And so um, we met in like 2022, maybe end of 2021. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, you guys work good together too, because you're not stepping on each other. She's the blonde, you're the brunette. Yeah, we (laughs) similar, but very different at the same time, which it. it, um, Yeah. yeah. Somebody I was hanging out with the other day, they were like, uh, wait, so you're interviewing Kristen Stewart. I was like, no, no, that's, I know she looks like her. And then the other one was, uh, this was my thought. I was like, I thought you looked more like Zoe Deschanel than, than Kristen Stewart. I've done both of those and that's yeah. fine. You know yeah. what, Zoe is too For sure. scary. For so, sure. uh, I'll take that. Um, yeah, I actually got senior superlative, uh, in high school for celebrity lookalike and it was for Kristen Stewart. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I didn't think of that one. Then I thought of a different one. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Cool. So, uh, what else? I mean, I think we're just about at an hour, so we pretty much got an episode here, but I just want to think about what else we could talk about. Um, can you think of anything, anything you want to say on the pod or anything like that? Um, well, I don't know. Um, I think, well, I do appreciate that you asked me, uh, uh more questions than just about Kill Tony because yeah. I was I'm because I've I've talked to so many people about this. Not necessarily. Po- I've been on one podcast talking about it, and that was all we talked about. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then so I was like, oh, this one will probably be the same. So I appreciate you asking me more about and like doing some research. So that was super cool of you. Um, I really do want to answer that movie question, but I think I'll have to like maybe text it to you or something. Yeah. Let's leave it. Let's leave it because then you won't pigeonhole yourself. Maybe. maybe your followers can answer that and tell yes, me where put I it in the comments, you guys, what movie you think uh, she would like fit in. They could just sub her in. Maybe it's fucking Kristen Stewart's movies. I don't know, but I guess I she doesn't do any funny movies. Does she? Oh, wait, she did that movie with uh, Jesse uh, uh, Eisenberg or whatever. Um, that movie. I know which one you're talking about. I don't remember the name of it, it's like, it's but not, I know. Yeah. It's, I watched- it's about that government program or whatever. Yeah. Um, I actually really like that movie. I was I liked her in that. I was never a fan of Twilight. I the only reason I've seen Twilight is because all of my friends at the time we were like in middle school, they were obsessed with it. So I would just go along just and watch it yeah. with them. But yeah. I'm a fan of her. So I was like, yeah. I don't care. I don't want to look like her. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Fair enough. By the way, I am laughing over here. I'm just trying to laugh quietly because I noticed that and I don't know if this is a glitch or what, but I noticed that my mic, every time I talk, it is silencing you on your end. So I was like, okay, I better laugh quietly here. That's well, okay. okay, well, uh, thank you. I just want to say thank you to you as well. Um, you know, I'm I'm a growing show. I don't have a bunch of people yet, but I really appreciate it. I, I'm going to, you know, every time I have a chance, I'm going to promote you just like I do with anybody on the show that I think is good. Uh, one comedian I would suggest you check out is uh do you know who ben bankus is he, he is right now he is honestly the biggest up-and-coming comedian in canada uh he he has the, he is the only guy who made a special that was like particularly attacking all the the stupidity of covid and stuff and it's and he's funny and he, he has probably the best n-word joke i've ever heard in my life too so yeah definitely check him out he he his he has three specials out uh, his best one is please wear a mask. So it, they're all free okay. on YouTube too. So, so go check those out. Yeah. I and, definitely. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess thanks for coming on the show and uh, that's Canadian talk. The bucket of destiny has spoken. Make some noise for Stephanie Robertson, everybody. Stephanie Robertson. So we make our smooth descent. Thank you. Yeah. How's everybody? This is Thanksgiving. Oh, you guys are honest. Good. That's nice. Yeah, mine sucked too. <laughs> my parents pulled out the baby photos. You know how they do against your will. And I was looking through my nursery album of my twin brother and I, and I realized my mom themed our nursery after Noah's Ark. 
I like this part because I can tell who's read the Bible. <laughs> you godless sons of bitches, what the fuck? Yeah, well, apparently my mom didn't know either. I, I don't know if you guys know this, but in the story, God floods the earth because of sinners like you. And he, he tells Noah to put these animals on a ship. I don't know if you guys know this, but those animals aren't a ship because they're family. Yeah, they're there to fuck each other. Yeah, and so I was like, Mom, what were you thinking putting my twin brother and I in a crib under these pretenses? Did I run out of time? It's a zero. I don't know. What am I looking? Am I still... Sorry. Oh, fuck me, you guys. Okay. Just go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, talk. There was nothing that was good that was going to happen anyway. <laughs> nothing happened during yeah. the 60 seconds. That said zero the whole that time, was... which is how many punchlines you have. Bogus. Yeah, I know. I fucked that up. I don't... I've never done a... I've never practiced a one-minute... Okay. Yeah. How long have you been doing stand-up? Two years. Two years. Yeah. Where at? Uh, in Chicago. In Chicago. Yeah. You're just visiting Austin? Yes, I am. This is my first day here. First day here? Or second day, yeah. Second yeah. day. A day and okay. a half. Okay, how's it been going so far? Um, pretty good up until this, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. so a minute, and nothing in a minute. Do you, how many minutes does it take for you to get to something? That's a great, yeah, that's a fair question. Um couple maybe sure well i don't know how long was that out for Goddamn. that was a minute when you said is that a minute it was about it was exactly 57 seconds okay and then the cat came in yeah the clock was rolling yeah you want to keep going with the noah's ark thing yeah what does it does it, is it like what's how does it wrap does it just okay. was the joke just yeah. 40 more days and nights exactly or yeah 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 um, no, so I tell my mom, I was like, Mom, what were you thinking? Put my, is this ridiculous to do? No, 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 <laughs> This no. feels a little fucked up. They're Better like, than bombing for a minute. Right, Save right, yourself. Right. You're right. All right. Um, I'm giving you a chance. You are, Tony. God bless. Uh, okay, I... <laughs> all right. So I was like, Mom, what were you thinking? Put my twin brother and I in a crib under those pretenses, you know? And she was like... No, no, those animals come in two. One boy and one girl, like you and your brother. And I was like, Mom, those animals come into each other. Like, I don't know how you miss that part in the Bible. It's one of the easier reads, you know? Like, I, think, I think your mother's right because no one thinks about the animals fucking. But that's exactly you know, that's no, why I, they were on the ship. Yeah, they, were yeah. on the, they were on the ship to make more babies once they got off the ship. Yeah, but the stories kind of pretend. Ah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Not so real. People. Yeah. Yeah, no one. No one Catholics believe it's just, it. Catholics, it's like a. It's the just Catholics a cute. It's kind of it. like a cute thing to do. The Catholics believe it. Perhaps <laughs> it's perhaps it's just a little too soon for your Noah's Ark jokes. Here, you know what I mean? I do have a 9/11 joke too. Can we do hear it, your 9/11 jokes? Do it, do it. I don't know if you know where you showed up tonight, but this is probably yeah. more of a 9/11 crowd. How did you not choose the 9/11 joke? I'll warn you, this one's longer, but it is it's better. Longer? It is it's better. longer. It's better. How can it possibly it's, it's, be longer? I got okay. Well, I'm gonna okay, tell you what. Let's do it. Let's have a fun little experiment. Because this comes up, hold on. This comes up a lot in Kill Tony, which is make everything shorter. Shorter is better. Nothing needs to be long. I'm going to take note of your joke, and then I'm going to tell you what parts you can edit out afterwards. This is a new fun segment called Fix This Unbearable Shit. Thank you. (laughs) Here we go. With her 9 11 joke that she chose. Not to do, but instead a Noah's Ark joke deep into an episode of Kill Tony. Here is the 9-11 joke that she should have done that is somehow longer than the Noah's Ark joke, which is longer than a minute. Let's see how it goes. Here she is, Stephanie Robertson. Thank you. I, uh, I, I do miss growing up with my brother, though. I'm 26 now, so that means we grew up in the Osama bin Laden's hiding era. You guys remember that? Kind of miss it, right? I don't know. I do. I kind of miss it. I don't know. <laughs> I miss the mystery, you know. <laughs> I miss the chase. <laughs> I miss making my brother cry after telling him, Osama's hiding in our basement, run! <laughs> you know, because you didn't know where he was, you know? <laughs> he could have been anywhere, right? And then my brother would cry in school because he was scared to go home to Osama, you know? <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, you know what happens when you cry in school, right? Kids call you, you gay. But my brother came out as gay in high school. That, there was a t- that's it's a callback to the first joke. Um, and it is, I didn't get to finish. Okay. 
It's not. I didn't get to tell that part. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Well, this joke isn't about 9-11. No, it is. It is. It is. Hold on. You're, you're, okay. All right. Okay. So you're crying in school, and then, and then luckily my brother came out as gay in high school, you know? <laughs> so that was cool for him, except for it made my mom cry a lot. And I was like, wow, Steven. I was like, you were, uh, you were in hiding. <laughs> you were gay. Oh, fuck me, you guys. I, all right, all right, all right. I was like, oh, my God. What a humiliation, you know? Uh, no, this is good. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's fine. Finish You want it. me to keep going? Okay, God damn it. All right. Okay, so uh, he cried, he, he was gay in school. Uh, it made my mom cry a lot. I'm trying, <laughs> he made my mom cry a lot, you know, or it made my mom cry a lot. She was crying like it was 9-11. I was, or, <laughs> oh my God. I didn't like that she was crying. I didn't like that she was crying. I didn't like she was so upset that my brother was gay. And so I was like, maybe I should fuck with her and tell her I'm gay too, you know? Because my brother and I are twins, like the towers. Stay with me! Stay with me, please! And I just love the idea of being like, being like, Mom, I'm gay too. And then she'd be like, oh, they got the second one, you know? <laughs> Hold on, I'm not done. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go forever. No. Oh, I oh, know. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> call my dad watching gay porn. We call him the Pentagon because no one saw that coming. You know what I mean? Oh. All right. Some people just genuinely surprised out there at that part. Not, not a laugh at all, but... Some of the words you could edit out in that are all of them. Yep, yep, that's exactly... Every single one. That's exactly what I have oh, yeah. here. Brought to you by Stay With Me. Yeah. I mean, that was absolutely incredible. My notes on editing are everything. Uh, uh, it was a 9-11 joke because we will never forget this moment. Absolutely yeah. incredible. Yeah. Uh, when you leave, we're going to read all of the names in the audience. <laughs> This is his risky business up here on Kill Tony. Anything can happen. Some people are made stars. Some people have a rough first outing. Yeah. What's great about this show, and I say it all the time, is that sometimes uh, people, their first time on this show, come out and have, you know, what know. you consider. We just, yeah, I showed up to Chicago and put my name in the bucket, and then I was like, I don't. I don't, uh, yeah, you, well, you, you saw, so. Wait, what? <laughs> you showed I don't up have to a minute. Chicago? Yeah, and just threw my name in the bucket. I haven't practiced for a minute, you know what I mean? Right, well, yeah. you know, again, this is another big I thing. I don't think it's the minute. Right, another big thing that You're we talk right. about. Like, if you go see Tim right, or me yeah, yeah. or whatever in our big shows, our first second. joke, it yeah. does not take a minute to get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's on bop, 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 bop. Boom, and then it starts, and then you ride the wave of momentum, of laughter. Mm -hmm. There's not like a, you can't, there is no, just going to take two minutes. Just no, well, you're stick right. with That's me, fair. everybody. Stay That's with fair. me. doesn't really work in the big we'll be, we, uh, yeah. also feel I should have just angry cut. at the audience. Huh? You also feel like, t like tonally you're angry at the crowd. You're like, stay with me, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm something, all right. I, uh... Do you love stand-up? Do you uh, love doing this? Does it make no. you feel good? Um, I do. <laughs> I do. What do you I do. do for a living? Um, I worked at a venue, um, an entertainment venue up, up north in Illinois. Okay. Is yeah. it a comedy venue? No, it's like all arts. Okay. Yeah. All right. What do you do there? Um, I, I book shows. Okay. What yeah. do you do for fun? Um, I, I go outside. I, I like... I like nature. <laughs> I like I like swimming. I like the lake. Uh huh. Yeah. Who cares at this point, right? No one. Oh my goodness. No, I'm the host. You're right. I get to decide when this ends sure, for you. Yeah. 
It's unbelievable. I know, I know. I'm like, it's a real, it's a real power play. You know what I mean? It's something me that I really built for myself. I'm just trying to find a redeeming quality about you, something that'll make the people, you know, something you get. We find a special. Maybe you have a special skill or a talent a you could show skill. us. Have you ever seen the show before? I absolutely okay, have. Okay, yeah. so you kind of know. I what, just didn't expect. Uh, this uh, to be even be on it. <laughs> right. Yeah, Why would you not expect so to be on it if you signed up for it? We hear this all the time. No, uh, um, you're right. I, I guess so. Just, you know, luck of the draw. You hear luck it every time. Luck of the draw, yeah. indeed. You can't win if you don't oh my. play. You also right. can't lose if you don't play. You played. Am I playing? You're playing. This is it. This is your chance. So, like, of all the kill Tonys, yeah. I'm making you what? You're making me sweat. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Thanks, Tony. This is what this is what people sign up that for. Tony There's sweat. a chance. There's of course. Like you it. see it all the time. Like, whoa, this person signed up and their life changed. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, they're making they're just selling out on the road. Yeah. And then there's the, the risk. I've seen it, Tony. The risk reward. I know. The show could be called risk reward. <laughs> Let's no. change it. It could be called that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's not. It's not, it's kill Tony. It's not. It's called kill. kill. And then the guy who decides how much longer you're up here All for. Right. <laughs> oh, here I think she's gonna play a song. <laughs> it's just a little bit longer, like your setups. You say okay, that's Tony. enough. That's enough. Red band, that's enough. Tony, um, it's Lisa Loeb. Is that then the advice that you wrote down on the paper, among all the other things, is <laughs> no, to cut there it up? A, there was a lot. It? You don't need the when you were alive. You don't need the Osama hiding. You don't need the brother in the basement. You could do a brother in the closet joke there, though. You could punch that up. And then right. he just came out as gay in high school, went down like the two towers. I already had that about 30 seconds right. before you said it, yeah. that your brother went down like the two towers. Oh. That's where I thought you were I going. Went, but then yeah. you made it about you as well. You made you and your brother the two towers. But it was more of a what if I came out as gay, but no one thinks you're gay. You yeah. seem like a straight woman that doesn't get dicked down. <laughs> oh, no. Did that come out? Sometimes my thoughts come out. Do you have a love life? Is there someone, yeah. there's someone in yeah. Chicago? Just yeah. Is it a snowman? <laughs> 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 Just a cold little carrot. Okay, stop, Red Band. Somehow the Lisa Loeb is the most insulting thing about all of this. Um, what does your boyfriend do? Uh, no, I don't have a boyfriend, but I do get digged down. You so, do? Oh, yeah. You do? So you, yeah. have a, you have a hookup there? Yeah. Okay, so what is that? When that happens, how does yeah. that go down? You, like, should go to his place, he comes to your place, he kicks the cats out of the way, and... Uh... <laughs> Two cats or one? <laughs> Just one. <laughs> Okay. I actually, uh, dude, I was in a three-way for the first time. Uh, blackout Wednesday, baby. Let's find out about that. Tell Two us cats. about that. That's compelling. That is the Noah's Ark of uh, storylines. Yeah. We've come full circle. Um, yeah, Blackout Wednesday. Okay. My best friend was in town. And then there was... Uh, she or he? She. Okay. And then my old hookup was in town. Mm hmm And we got bored at a bar. <laughs> and, bored at a bar? What yeah. were you doing? Telling jokes? Yeah. I only hear what I want to adore. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Oh, That's funny. Shit. Stephanie. Stephanie. Yeah. I don't know what to do with you. I know. I know, Tony. It's upsetting, isn't it? I don't know how Everyone to back at home is going to see this. Um, that's like, you know... That's the that's the that's the hi Tim Jesus Christ. You do this Tim. a lot. You do a lot of spots throughout the week. You work hard yeah. at this. Yeah, I do a lot of spots throughout the week. It just didn't go good, but that doesn't mean anything. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's I'm just in this one instance. It the most important. I watched this show. This is right. the most important instance as well, far as well, I'm let's concerned. Hope not. Well, no, not for me. God, you might no. want to skip next week's not episode. Not for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I fucking know, dude. Uh, yeah. But whatever. I mean, it's uh, it was a learning experience. Thanks so much, Tony. <laughs> well, it really should be, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean what I said, you know. I mean, there's guys that write a brand new minute every single week on this show. You're right. It's an incredibly hard job. It's insane. And in those minutes, they have to have things that connect. Yeah. And when we go on the road and they do 15 minutes or 20 20 minutes or they're on their own for an hour, they're lining those things all up together. 
and those minutes become longer sets. So you should have more opportunities for laughter in those minutes. Thanks, Tony. And when you're doing all those spots that you do, you have to apply what you learned here to those. You're devastated, but meanwhile, you don't really have the, the funny part. I know. <laughs> but I, you can't have both. It can't, it's not me. like I'm it went like, over damn, 400 know. people's heads in here or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could put your location on ExpressVPN as North Korea next Monday around 8 o'clock, and you will... You won't be able to see it. Express VPN, yeah. official sponsor of Kill Tony. What an amazing <laughs> drop. Uh, so you're just visiting Austin, and then yeah. you go back to Chicago. Do you have any plans to come back to Austin? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, how about this? Because this was an incredible, incredible learning lesson for everybody, I do believe. Why don't you come back in six months, and we'll give you a minute. We'll give you an automatic Whoa. minute. We'll say she had a tough set, a tough interview. You have six months to prepare. Sound cool? You'll get an automatic spot. Deal? Yes, of course. There you go. We'll see you in six months. Stephanie Robertson, everybody. There's a little redemption there at the end. A shot of opportunity. Six months. Thanks for listening, and any questions or concerns for the show, as well as voice recordings and voice messages that you'd like us to listen to, or advertisement inquiries, please forward those along to CanadianTalkWithStefan at gmail.com. Thanks. We also have a website, stephanjackson.ca, where you can find a back catalogue of all our episodes. And we're also on YouTube, where you can find the video versions. <laughs>